Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to a journey of transformation empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr. Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within Black communities. In this seminal work, Dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book, it's a movement, a call to action create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix, today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Thank you very much. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Super excited to be before all of you on this morning. Excuse me, just get some things set up. Can I add something while you're doing? wondered how to? Yes, ma'am. I just wanted to um, throw the extra on it, made me think about it when uh, Renee said about the sour cream. But you know, in, in the midst of everything that you're helping to support, you you still showed up and gave us your your best. So I definitely wanted to uh, show you 
that I am grateful for that. I don't have no flowers and the roses and all that good stuff, but yes, <laughs> most definitely, if I could get them to you, I would. Because <laughs> you oh. showed up and showed out. Thank you for Thank that. Thank you. Give me one second. My apologies. I'm communicating with Antonio at the same time. Thank you. Thank you, Miss Sandra. Thank you very much. I, I've learned from the best. Um, I have learned a lot by watching Antonio over the last month or so, even while he was come while he was sick and couldn't breathe and sounded like he was coughing up both his lungs and a kidney. He still showed up until he just couldn't anymore and I, I learned from the best. I no, the way that you say kidney, it tickled me. <laughs> 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 yeah, it was, it was a point, I even told him, I said, hey, look, I say, you're about to get dressed and we're about to head over to Monica Care Emergency because you you not you not sounding good you know you you not you, <laughs> you, you, you sound like you're coughing up life and I we don't need this so I mean if you keep it up we gonna make a ride he was like nah I'll be okay I'm just gonna keep drinking what you sent me and rest it uh, okay Okay, so I fixed him this brew. I didn't taste it, but apparently it was good because he he wanted another batch of it. So I was like, oh, okay. Awesome. Diana, missed that. Was this the re um, going on right now or a couple of weeks ago? This was <laughs> this was a few weeks ago when he was coughing. Yeah, yeah and then with everything he's been going through over the last like week or so I've, I've learned a lot like even though you guys can't see it he's still showing up you know with grace going over the the businesses and even with this morning's meeting like he still thinks about you guys he still shows up for you even though you may not see him showing up he is still showing up and I thank you, Miss Andrew, because I learned that from him. Show up no matter what. You know, life happens. There's been several movies that I've watched where these CEOs of these multi-trillion dollar companies about to give a keynote, a keynote speech on a new product they just launched. And right before they go on, there was one movie in particular, this guy got a, he said, hey, somebody walked up and said, hey, we just got a phone call from your mom, your dad just passed away. And he's like, whoa. And this is like seconds before he has to walk on the stage. That's what happened to Phil. Um, he was, we were in Cancun, I believe. This was a big speaking engagement, a, you know, highest paid ever. And the guy started to introduce him and someone came up and whispered in his ear that his, I can't remember exactly his grandmother died or was his mother died. And it was a shock and he just kind of 
didn't didn't do the introduction and nobody really knew what was going on and phil went on stage and did his presentation and they said that you know because phil was able to carry through and and go on with that it you know it saved the whole the whole day mm. um, and this was you know they flew everybody in to cancun this was a big deal company um and it was i was sitting there like whoa what is going on and i'm you know i always watch the audience um when phil's speaking and it was it was incredible so yeah but antonio that's who antonio is i don't think anyone one of us have any doubt that he is right here with us um, no matter where he is right. no doubt susan no doubt yeah and I'll, I'll definitely let him guys know but i thank you for the compliment um, i'll still kick his ass if he come back into too soon he he did receive your message and not only did he receive it from the deliverance of it but he received it from the tone of it he received it <laughs> so he received it and we used the proper words too we didn't sugarcoat it uncle jerome we told him uncle jerome said if you bring your tail back here before it's time he gonna kick your ass he's like he's like okay i let him not receive it <laughs> Diana, he has built this company and that's the way it should be that um, it can run without him. You know, that's the way it's supposed to be. He has such a uh, vested interest in all of us and care, genuine care that that is above and beyond what most CEOs, but you know, it's run, running this, you know, you girls are doing doing a great job and you know everything is along smoothly because systems are already in place it's just like we've been talking about in let's study a book the emith revisited if you if systems are not in place things fall apart you have to have systems in place and when i tell you antonio got systems in place we got systems in place and and I thank all of you. If if you all can just reach out to him and just pour into him positive energy. Um, if you were all here the morning he announced, you saw what happened, and none of us in in our own shape, form, or fashion, we all go through something. But we never know exactly what each other's going through because we're not in each other's shoes. Um, I told Antonio, I was, I was so proud of him because I've seen a lot of the things that he's been going through. And I've watched him sit there, take that weight, put it on his back and keep moving forward at the same pace like that weight did not shift him or like that weight is is not heavy. And I don't know of anybody else that has done that. I don't. I've seen people break down under the pressure of the weight. I have not seen him break down. 
And not only does that let me know how strong he is, but that lets me know what else is he carrying that he has not told me because it's not for me to carry. So check on your strong friends. Because while they are strong, you don't know what they're actually carrying. And if you do know what they're carrying and you're not checking on them, shame on you. And if you keep going to them and giving them all of your weight, shame on you. They're your strong friend because they're built to help you, not built to carry your weight. That I have learned. I when I tell I I can't I I've I've just I've never seen it. He awes me every single day. He awes me every single day. I I I can't express to y'all. I can't. <laughs> the, that man is carrying weight. Of he's carrying everything and. For the providers out there and the protectors out there, I get it now. You don't ask for help because you're the provider, because you're the protector. You carry the weight because you're the providers, because you're the protectors, and you don't get the credit you deserve for doing it. You get punched, you get kicked, you get gut punched you get knocked down you get stomped on and you get right back up and you keep on moving and nobody gives you the credit that you deserve for doing that so to my men out there the providers and the protectors i salute y'all because i've watched the provider and the protector the mentor the coach go through stuff and carry that weight like it's nothing yeah i straight told myself i'm not you i'd have been broke <laughs> i'm sorry i can't do what you mm -mm. that's why you you because me <laughs> i would have been broke y'all would have been sitting here I'll be having Deanna, you're here you're I'm here doing what you can because he can't be here so you are as strong as he is. It's just in a different way. That's all. I thank you. I thank you, Amanda. I do. I thank you. I do. The way that may, I say, may I say, Deanna, that, and I know that I might bring things across a little different or abrasively sometimes, but Truth be told, um, it is the word walking in front of you. There is no way you can live life and not understand what the purpose of word is and what the purpose of the defining of the word is and how to protect that and what that looks light without actually having to have to live it and that's actually what's what's happening and it and it's happening for us all however gradually 
but it will continue to build to take us to the next level. There is no level, or should I say leveling up without groaning pains, without going through the laboring stage. You, you, you have to be able to wiggle out of what you've been in, that cocoonish stage that hold in place to bring you forth. And it truly is part of the word. And, and I know that we as man, as in the physical flesh, um, we don't understand this process of going to a level outside of ourselves and spirituality where that's concerned. But this is definitely part of that process. I saw um, Antonio T. Smith Jr. Uh, process of going forward to another level. And of course, there are things that I cannot say. There are things that I, I have to look at and just pray over it. Um, but to know that that's what I was saying months ago and that he was growing and he was going to go through, you know, it's, it's a passage. It's birthing into a whole nother level. And sometimes where it seems like we are sick, we really are not. We are going past what the flesh is able to go to and it cannot go with us. So it fights to hold on to its, its standing place. But it's, it's just true. It's, I'm just saying. But yes. yeah, to, to watch you being able to see that and feel those emotions go through you to understand that you have taken on those strengths and yet it is still building. I'm, I'm so happy. I'm happy for you and I'm amazed with your growth also. Just, just love. Please tell him um, we love him so. I will. Yay, his power and strength. Just saying. <laughs> I definitely will, Miss Sandra. I definitely will. Thank you. And thank you all. Thank you all so much. And just just send him some positive vibes and some positive energy. Because he's moving. He is moving nonstop. Nonstop. All right. Well, I have been informed that we have a guest joining us on this beautiful morning. Ms. Arshia, if you would like to introduce your guest to us. All righty. Um, good morning, everyone. Um, I met Ms. Ronnie when I was at the medical, uh, professional medical event networking. So um, if she's available, I will let her speak and let her introduce her business. But we kind of uh, grew a liking to each other when it comes to the body contouring and the you know, that industry in the medical field. So, Miss um, Ronnie, if you're available to speak, please introduce yourself. You're muted. Hey, how you guys doing? I am so glad to be here. Um, Arshina, she had told me about the group and it just somewhere that I felt like I needed to be. Um, and as soon as I got on, you guys are talking about spiritual mindset. I think that is something wonderful to wake up in the morning 
And <clears throat> I really appreciate what Sandra said. You know, people don't know what they're going through unless they they're going through it physically and to shake it and try to be able to move on to that next level. So I really appreciate that, Sandra. Um, my name is Ronnie and I am an aesthetics practitioner. I've been an aesthetics practitioner for five years. What I do is I do non-invasive body contouring and I've also expanded in my business. I'm a huge advocate of burned out nurses. So what I do is I lead and I transition them from bedside to aesthetics, learning a rewarding skill and, you know, I'm, I'm excited to be meeting Arshina because she has gave me so many resources on the side of what I feel like I need to get better in at. So just like I said, I'm so excited to be here. Um, we're, we got some projects that we're going to be doing together. So I'm super excited about that. And um, I'm just, just like I said, I'm excited to be around a new family, a new a new level um, <clears throat> because it is about sometimes moving people away from what you're doing because not everybody could come with you like on this different type of level. And when I say you, I'm speaking in general. So I'm excited about this new level that I'm doing, what I'm getting ready to be doing and then being able to be a part of this circle um, because right when I got in the room, it was immediately about mindset, about spirituality you know, getting comfortable to be into that level. And just like I said, not everybody could come with us when we're getting in this level. And it's it's really all about mindset. So um, I'm just like I said, I'm excited to be here. And thank you, Arshina, for telling me, you know, about this this whole community because it seems like a community that I'm 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 excited and very motivated in. And and I'm inspired. I'm also inspired. So well, Miss Ronnie, welcome. Welcome. We are happy to have you. Yeah, I'm so happy to be here. I'm, I'm loving the energy. It's all about those vibes. You know, when you get that energy and them vibes where you're like, look, I, I don't think I belong here, but it, it's just the vibes. And this is really what I need. I need in my life. I mean, don't get me wrong. I could do things alone and things like that and I know I'm a big executor when it comes to things like that but when you have a team and they're like-minded and they're going the same direction you are that just makes it even more better now it's hard to find those things but when you do you just got to keep it <laughs> yes ma'am is Ronnie yes ma'am and trust and believe Antonio <clears throat> We are the misfits of the world. <laughs> Antonio put us all together because we are the black sheep. We, we are considered the black sheep because we have decided that we're not going to live by the rules of the world. We're not going to stay in the box. And he was like, well, this is, and he like attracts like. He is the biggest of us all. And so he's like, hey, y'all come here so we welcome you to our family miss ronnie we welcome you and if you stick if you came here through arshia stick with arshia just stick with arshia because she's gonna have you doing stuff and you're gonna be like okay hold on arshia let's pause just one second because <laughs> she's a mover she's a doer <laughs> look i love executors you, you, you can't keep writing down in the, your notes and not execute not anything, you know, just like I tell my students, you can't write down all the gems and then collect dust in your tablet and ain't executed anything in that tablet. So, you know, I, I'm all about execution and that's what I want around me too. So, mm -hmm. 
we every and if you look at if you look at the chat everyone is welcoming you to the family uh queen renee say our she is a rebel rouser she will help you achieve your goals <laughs> you know ronnie, you tell you tell her what it is ronnie she'll be she'll so stay on you about it but that's the that's the blessing though too that's why she a rebel rouser welcome to the family thank you chick thank you queen i'm so excited to be here Thank You're welcome. You. And Mr. Phil is going to be excited because you said I'm expired. And he's been teaching him about different words. And he said, looking forward to, and you said, I'm inspired. So you in the right crowd. And Miss Ronnie is being nice. She's looking for some help with some grants, y'all. So if y'all know anybody who can write grants or put her on that level, she's looking for that as well. So she's, I know she's being nice because it's her first time here. But she looking to get to work, y'all. <laughs> I am. That that's one of the things that I'm struggling with. So that's like you know, every there's a lot of stuff that I'm good at. But when it comes to that one thing, I'm like, look, my business coach has always said, stay in your lane, stay in your niche. If it's something that you don't know how to do, go hire somebody that knows how to do it. Get the job done so you can elevate. So. Yeah, you know, I'm not a good grant writer. I don't know that. So it's, it's time for me to start putting some people in place. So I'm just like I said, I'm glad I ran into you, Arshina. And I'm, I'm excited about our projects we got going on. Well, you know what? You in the right place for hiring. <laughs> <laughs> they all up in here. <laughs> yes, we are a family of group economics. So you guys know what we do. Ms. Ronnie, if you are okay with it, you can put your name and your number in the chat. Those of you who know how you can help uh, help Ms. Ronnie, put your name and phone number in the chat. And Ms. Ronnie, we, 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 got, some, we got some things that help you out. We have some wonderful people that'll help you out too. <laughs> I definitely put my name and number in the chat. I appreciate you guys. Thank you for having me thank you for joining us thank you let's let's uh, everyone let's unmute and welcome our newest member of the family miss ronnie because we know she's not going to work feel like a part of a family for real i love this well, now that you are a part of the family, Miss Ronnie, now you get to get the little, the nitty gritty, the the in between, the crack stuff. <laughs> and starting off today with the micro businesses, Miss Frida, Miss Frida, you you here, Miss Frida? Where you at, Miss Frida? Now, she was here, uh, Deanna. She told me earlier because I couldn't give her a call and I said, "Hey, you up today?" And she said she's. She's uh she's been sitting with a uh I'm gonna call her a young lady who is 96 years old, but she said she had to sit with her today and she would be on for the first 15 minutes. And I told her I will get her the replay to her if, if you know if okay. she's to do with this today. Okay, and I I do see her on here. So Miss Frida, if you could hear us, just just hear out, and then of course you'll get the replay in the e. Oh, I see you. On Sorry here. about the delay. Yes. Oh, that's, that's I, okay. I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you. All right. <laughs> so Miss Frida is doing a podcast she's miss frida was doing the podcast and with her podcast what she's doing is she's going around to 
different people within her county and she's letting them know that she's an investor and her millionaire slash billionaire mentor is looking for businesses to partner with in her county. So she's going to be doing that in her podcast is going on Antonio's page and Antonio's podcast. So she doesn't have to build anything. She doesn't have to build anything. Now her her overhead is a one-time fee of $3,000. And the reason for that is because she needs a camera that looks like a camera. We all understand. People don't take you seriously if you don't look like you're serious. So she needs a camera that looks like a camera. She's also going to need to get a wardrobe like she works in a courthouse. So, you know, Miss Frieda, y'all know Miss Frieda going to be suited and booted. And she going to be ready to roll. You going to look at her? Shimmy shine. She going to be suited and booted. Yes, and then got she, my briefcase ready. Come on, look, look, <laughs> come on. And she's gonna, um, she's gonna get three microphones that are one hundred and fifty dollars each. So it totals out to four fifty. And we're also gonna help her with her crowdfunding. Now, for all of you, when it comes to crowdfunding, I recommend you do crowdfunding. And everybody here should have a Patreon. Everybody here should have a Patreon. If you can't figure out what you would need it for, call, ask some questions. I'll help you walk through it. Shoot me a text message. Say, hey, D, are you available? I need, I got some questions about Patreon. I got you. Text me. Because, And the reason why is because there are people who want to pay you just to hear you talk. There are people who want to give to you because they consider you a blessing to their life and they want to pay homage to you by giving you money or they just they're 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 honored and they're amazed and they're inspired by what you're doing and they want to help you continue doing what you're doing so they want to give you money well if you don't give them a platform to give to you to donate to you, if you don't give them a platform to be able to say thank you monetarily, you missing out on money. And it's not just about the money because with Patreon, you're able to give exclusive content. Antonio tells us all the time, give away content for free. Give away content for free, but there's also nothing like exclusivity. If you feel like only I get this information because I chose to pour into you financially, to, then I'm part of the elite. Okay, right in that space, Deanna. Yes, ma'am. Go ahead. Don't lose your train of thought because I need you to come bounce right back from me. But um, I it's funny that you should be talking about it now. I, I got a text from someone that has been uh, watching me on Sunday from the program um, for abused women, children, and men. Now he texted me and he said, I've been watching you and I'm interested in what you do. I think it's amazing. I think you're gonna change the world. I think he said some other stuff, but anyway, the bottom line is that he was like, I like to, what I like to do is support your ministry. So how do I do that? And I was like, um, <laughs> so, for you to be saying that today 
um, that's just amazing because I don't know how to set that up. I don't know how to do none of that. I know that Melissa is helping me do some stuff. So if you're on the line, Melissa, do you know how to put that together? Because I have no clue. I, I tried to do a button thing on my, what do y'all call the, um, the page thing, that one page, landing page. I tried to do that myself after getting the information from you, Deanna, uh, Grace, and Tempest. But my none of my buttons said anything. You push them in, they just say button without saying nothing. So I didn't know what I was doing, but I, I did it. So I wanted to make sure that this gets put in place for the people like um, the person that has been watching me and other people um, that are looking for something to do. So I, I don't have a clue. So I just wanted to put that out there while you was in that space. Okay, <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. No worries. Melissa is not on with us this morning, but we, um, We'll definitely reach out to her and let her know. And congratulations, Anna. Congratulations, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma Excuse me for interrupting. Let me. May I? May I just say one really quick thing? Just a little costume for Sandra, please. This is just small, not negative. Just it's the reality. You might want to do a little vetting of who this person is before you do too many connecting and making this decision that this person might do whatever they're saying. Just because you don't know who they are, go see if you can find them and help somebody help you find them. On, so are they on social media? Where are they, they are. in the social they media are. world? Just to be sure, certain that they, they're representing who they are, not only in words, but also uh, in the world because you just because there's a lot of people that are out there to do bad also and you just I just want to have you feel protected and make sure that this is the right person uh, and it could very well be and I'm not trying to paint negativity this is just kind of the reality that we live in that's all that's all no doubt no, no doubt, doubt. And, and I appreciate yeah, you yeah. saying anything Adonia I respect I respect you highly but um that is one of the reasons why I was saying that that page because it's 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 a page where if you're going to um there and you don't have to you know do all the other stuff they don't have to know none of my private stuff they don't have to none of that so it kind of sets it up where if you're going to support I appreciate that by all means support because there's no way that I'm going to stop doing what I'm doing because I want abused women, children, and men free from that. So any support that you would give, it would definitely be accepted. So I figured that would be a safe way. That's why I said it's important. It was important to me to be able to say that while Deanna was right there in that space. So yeah, thank you. All right. Well, y'all heard Miss Adonia and you heard Miss Sandra because that both of those are taking place in this world. That is happening. That is happening. Not all of us. Everybody not like us, y'all. Okay. Yeah. Deanna, um, that happened two weeks ago to me. Um, I got a contact from a individual through Facebook saying that their page got damaged or whatever, and they needed me to assist them um, to get back on Facebook. And they were representing themselves as a dear friend of mine's uncle. And I said to them, no, I can't do that for you. That's not wise. 
because you may not be who you say you are. So if you want me to help you, how do you know me? He said, well, I know you from the theater. Well, his uncle's been in, in, in I'm from Baltimore. It's called the Arena Players. He's been there for over 30 years. He's done a lot of plays. So you know me from the theater? No, you don't know me from the theater because I met him at two family parties and he, he and I connected. So I knew immediately that this, this guy was a hoax. So I called his sister. I couldn't get to touch with my buddy. I called his sister to let her know, come to find out he had gotten her to do it and compromised her page. And I was like, wow. So I was so glad that the red flag went up saying, no, no, we're not going to do that. And I even said to him, you may not be who you say you are. Guess what? After I, after he said that, the theater, I didn't reach out to him anymore. He hasn't reached out to me anymore. When I called the sister and found out that he had gotten her, I went, thank you, God. Thank you, God. So what, what Adonia's saying is right on the money. Uh, uh, Deanna, what you're saying. And folks, as we do our micro businesses, we're going to be exposing ourselves. So we need to be more cautious about reaching out and con and, and, and tell people because you're absolutely right. There's some ugly people out there and they don't care about you or what you're trying to do. So just one of the real life example, folks. I hear you, Uck. Thank you very much, Jerome. Thank you. Thank you, Miss Adanya. And thank you, Miss Sandra, as well, because these things are going to happen. And when you have things in place like crowd, like a crowdfunding site or your Patreon you're able to safely receive the donations for your ministries, for your businesses, and all you're giving in return is a service. So Miss Sandra, when you're thinking about your Patreon page, think about what you're going to give that you're not giving that is exclusive just for those on Patreon. Because if they're, if they're giving to you, you want to make sure that you're giving back to them in return. Okay, we'll do. All right. All right. Well, Miss Frida, you already have over, uh, you have, and of course, we're going to email all of this to you, but you currently have 105 episodes to start off with. And you are, okay, your podcast is not audio. Your podcast is going to be a video podcast which means it's now time you know get get your youtube page together get your youtube page together because while everything is going on antonio's podcast and, and going on antonio's page you also want to make sure you're building your youtube as well because you want people to come see freedom so you want to be able to do that as well. Now, the first set of episodes for you, Ms. Frida, are 55 characteristics of highly successful people. And a few of those, you have the future-oriented vision, fairness and honesty in all dealings, and this is just a few. Um, they find ways to laugh often. So make sure y'all are laughing. Make sure y'all are laughing. And then the next, who unmuted? Oh, go ahead, Ms. Ronnie. Oh, 
I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say nothing. My bad. Oh, no, no, no. You good. You good. You good. <laughs> uh, and then the next set. Oh, one of the things they have is a morning routine of self-care and a positive mindset. So those are some of the things you'll be speaking on. Then the next set are the 50 qualities of the best employees. They avoid gossip, they're team players, they're punctual, they're readily adaptable. They can lead. So these are just a few things. So Ms. Frida, your micro business is now 100% complete. So we can all unmute our mics and congratulate Ms. Frida. She's 100% complete. Okay. all right so so we looking forward to seeing miss frida all suited and booted on camera ready to go with her interviews and now ladies and gentlemen so antonio wanted this these are his his words specifically i'm going to quote him word for word he said um, he has taught us most of this, but this is the intro to what he will be doing throughout October. So please take good notes because if you are a part of the deals, you will understand everything better. And what we are about to dig into are numbers. We are about to talk about how to run the numbers for rental properties and how to do what is called a back of the envelope analysis get your pens and pads ready because we are about to start we, we're about to kick in now the back of the envelope analysis um it's it's what the back of the envelope analysis is is you running the numbers to see if it works you know antonio always says run your numbers first when you first find a property, don't don't go to your don't go to your agent first. Look at what's on there. Look at what their numbers. Look at what they're talking about. Look at the ROI. Look at the overhead on it. Look at all of the numbers first. And if those numbers don't work, you don't even have to waste your time on it. Because when it comes to investing, time is of the essence. Somebody can swoop in and grab it faster than you can say, I don't, catalyst, I don't know. I had like four different words in my head at the same time trying to come out. Don't do that. The, and they were all C words. That's the crazy thing. They were all C words. I had, I had catalyst, cool, some other stuff. <laughs> but y'all get what I'm saying? <laughs> But you want to bring your numbers first because if the numbers don't make sense, there's no reason in, in investing your time into this. So with the back of the with the back of the envelope analysis, you're probably asking yourself, you know, why should we do this? What's the importance of it? You want to make sure that you don't waste your money and you want to make sure that you don't waste your time. And you also want to make sure that you don't waste the time of the people involved. Let's say Antonio sat here and he's like, hey, we got a deal. Now, we all know he's not going to do this because he's a numbers person. 
but on the but let's just say this is just an example you know what i'm gonna use me i'm gonna use me because this is this is most of me so now i do the deal <laughs> oh oh guess what y'all i found a great property it's gorgeous and it looks like this and it looks like that well first off y'all shouldn't even talk to me because it's already an emotional purchase because i said it's gorgeous and it looks like this and it's beautiful don't do that <laughs> the first question out your mouth should be did you run the numbers and i'm like well i looked at it and it looked like this and it looked like it looks like a great investment but did you run the numbers yana well y'all know i mean i no okay then we just we we good we good on this deal we appreciate you bringing us in but we good on this deal versus antonio coming to you saying this is how much it costs this is the roi this is this is the uh overhead on it this is what we're looking at in return i don't think this is going to be a good deal y'all see the difference i wasted your time because you had to ask me questions antonio came straight to you and was like hey this is what it was we're not even gonna bother with it but we'll just use it as an example but we're not gonna even bother with it that's the importance of back of the envelope numbers because it helps you it helps you not overanalyze but it helps you break down the numbers enough to know okay you know what this may be a good deal because if you overanalyze and you're wasting time on something that may not even be worth it but if you do the back of the envelope you just write write down the numbers do the math then you can sit there and look at it and say okay you know what this does look like a, a good deal. Let's go ahead and start pulling more numbers. Let's go ahead and pull up the spreadsheet and, and put and do the calculations that we need so we'll know if this is a good deal. So whether you're doing the deal, you already know if you're doing the deal with Antonio, this is already going to be done. But he also wants you to have a better understanding of what's going on. So he's teaching you every step of the way as well. Because what if you find a building in your area and before you proceed and you decide, you know what, we're going to make this a group economics thing because it's a nice 200, it's a nice class A 200 door property in the center of the busiest area in the city. It's two blocks from the college, it's three blocks from the hospital, it's this many blocks from the nearest schools. It's the perfect location. And then the shopping center is right across the street and it's even built on top of, because there are apartments that are built on top of shopping strips. And normally, just a heads up, when people sell those apartment complexes, they're selling the shopping strip too. So you got to check those numbers. And once you get to that point, then you can start moving on, you know, um, so why are good why good deals are like retirement in engines? They're like retirement engines because guess what? If you do the system correctly, you can sit back, relax, and as Mr. Anthony said, collect a check in your sleep. You don't have you can match your current income and exceed your current income with the right investments. You just have to do the numbers right. So I have a quick video that I'm going to show you all. Well, 
it's a 35 minute video, but I'm gonna I'm a show you some, some pieces of it so you can see. And it's how to analyze a rental property and you don't need calculators and you don't need spreadsheets. So I'm gonna show you the video, I'm gonna show you bits and pieces of the video and so we can ask questions and work through it because we all wanna retire. We all wanna sit back and collect a check in our sleep. Or if y'all like me, you want to sit back and collect a check while you're sitting on the beach somewhere. I mean, that's just me though. Or in a plane or in another country or just watching Netflix one day, you got a deposit hit your account. That's just me though. <laughs> that's just me. So here we go. Do we have any questions? Um, yes, mixed use, Miss Janice, definitely. Do we have any questions before, before I get started? Yeah. And Go ahead, shoot them yeah. to me. Yes, 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 I do. I, I want to know, have have you um, and Antonio T. Smith Jr. been listening to my thoughts on what I want to achieve? Because what you just said about this property, <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's like literally happening right now. And I'm like, okay, so I don't know what to do so let me find out what the numbers are and you describe exactly like where it is it's like right <laughs> it's close to the schools it's close to the universities it's close to the <laughs> hospitals it's close to the i'm like wait a minute what's it wait a minute <laughs> do you see what i'm saying okay i just wanted to, I, just wanted to say I mean you know not not trying to be spiritual or anything but when you're listening to what you're being told, when you're listening to that still quiet voice, and then it's confirmed for you, and um, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying, and and that happened. That's when you. That's when you know. So when you're looking at properties, this is what you do, Miss Sandra. When you find a property, send us the address. Okay. And we'll sit and either Antonio will do it on a call as an example, or he'll tell you the numbers work. Okay. Send, send us the address and we'll, we'll, and we'll walk you through. Cause I, I correct me if I'm wrong, Miss Sandra, you don't mind the assistance, but you want to learn yourself. So you know what you're doing. So if you can't reach anybody, you can sit there with confidence and say, you know what? I got this, these numbers, okay, these numbers work. If that's the case, send us an address and we'll, we'll work with you so you can learn with hands-on learning how to run the numbers to make sure the numbers match for you. But I actually, it's crazy, Miss Sandra, because I was just sitting here talk I, I was actually looking at a building in my head when I was saying it that's great <laughs> so I don't know <laughs> you know I'm a visual person so I was visualizing <laughs> that is crazy I but you know I love God and how he does things so I'm always waiting and listening and um because I'm I definitely want to be following the Holy Spirit, but that was just so like, oh my God. And I'm looking, I'm like, wait a minute. It's just, wait a minute. It's somewhere with a camera. Let me look out the window. <laughs> so yeah, but, and, and I just thought, 
exactly everything you were saying about being in a place where I could just sit back and make money in my sleep because that's where I belong. I'm over 16, even though it's it's a one, you know, I'm reborn. <laughs> one <count>. So <laughs> I want to sit back and it has um, a rental space and I, I just want to be on top of everything like I'm supposed to be because it's, it's my new beginning. I'm beginning that since I've been with this family, learning how to think about Sandra and what to do and how to do that and how to get there to be comfortable in it. So yeah, that, but that was really, wow. Yeah, I'm gonna send y'all all Because <laughs> 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 I, I would be the first person um, coming out, going to the next level of being a victim of abuse. So I definitely want people to see what that looks like and mm. feel and understand that it is possible. You don't have to live that life. There is a way out. And to bring them to the ATS team, which, which is where they're gonna come anyway, because that's what I've been told and told. But this would definitely be one of those windows to help them to understand that what, what you settling for, you don't have to. So it's, it's a beginning movement for me. Thank you. I believe all of y'all, no matter what age you are, you are at retirement age. That's just my personal opinion. But every one of y'all are at retirement age. So come on, let's go collect these checks together. <laughs> All right, so make sure you have a pen and a pad available to you. Um, I will also put the link to this video in chat for you. For those of you who are driving or anything like that, because I want you to be able to go back in. But this, I'm not a numbers person. Like I, when it comes to numbers, that's not my strength. But when you have a video that you can go back and take notes on, it helps you. When we were doing um, the individual, the family homes, when we were talking about the family homes and the real estate there, and if you guys were on the, the real estate calls that we were having, you know, we broke down how to do the math here, how to do the math there, how to go in and strip down a house and, and get an estimate on how much you'll need for the renovation of the house. I only knew that because I physically did it. But to know if the numbers work, I'm learning with you guys. And I'm loving it because ask grace i'm not good at math but if you put a dollar sign in front of it i can give you some answers <laughs> i it's it's crazy to me because a dollar sign i can do math like this without a dollar sign, i'm like okay but then you carry the one and then you come in you carry the three yeah awesome you're very welcome miss shelly all right so let's get started if you have your pen and pad ready we're going to go ahead and click on to this so we can get, get some information and let's get it started. Can all of you see this well? Now I can't see y'all. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. I'm need a little verbal participation. All right. So we're going to watch a little of this so we can get started. As she says, how to analyze a rental property, no calculators or spreadsheets needed. And what this will help you do is let's say you're driving by a property 
or you're sitting and you're having a business lunch and you just so happen to notice a property across the street is for sale, you can sit there on a napkin or in your head and do this math without having to have a calculator or a spreadsheet so you can know before you drive off from that wonderful um wonderful salmon pesto pasta that you ate for your lunch with that with that cooling glass of cold water or iced tea whichever one you choose you know before you drive off if the numbers work so you know before you drive off if you got a deal so here we go deal well in this video i'm gonna let you look over my shoulder as i share the approach and the formulas i use to analyze a rental property and i promise you it's going to be so simple you can do it on the back of a napkin an envelope or whatever scrap of paper you might have in fact that's what i'm going to do i'm going to draw on a piece of paper and show you what i mean i mean no fancy calculators or spreadsheets in this video and we're getting started right now wait can y'all see lord hold on i am checking yeah, also the author of yeah hold on i'm doing too much give me one second give me one second okay i got it now i think i got it now y'all have some technical difficulties this morning okay i got it all right here we go early with real estate a best-selling book published by bigger pocket if you're new here this is a channel all about investing in real estate so you can achieve financial independence and do more of what matters. Be sure to hit the subscribe button and the bell so you don't miss anything. Now I'm gonna pull out a piece of paper and a pen and show you my back of the envelope approach to analyzing a rental property. Okay, let's jump right in. Guys, in one minute or less, I'm gonna tell you how to win at the passive income game. You want cash flow? No, I can tell you. The approach I'm gonna to talk to you about today is called back of the envelope analysis. So back of the envelope analysis. And so I, I promised you in the beginning, that we weren't going to be talking about fancy calculators or spreadsheets and there's not that there's anything wrong with using those i definitely use those and we can talk about those in other videos but i heard a quote and i want you to guess who this is by that really impacted me pretty early on hey secret to success listeners diana here thank you all so much for joining us well today's episode is sponsored by nerd wallet smart money podcast See, NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. Now, how many of you can use some additional information so you can make smarter decisions with your money? It's okay. I'll be the first to raise my hand. Because ner the nerds have helped me get smarter about things like saving on travel. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night, maybe a, you know a small shopping spree or a fancy dinner or two y'all know what i'm talking about also boosting my credit score since good credit is like a real life cheat code seriously like a real life cheat code and then saving for an emergency fund because life is like a good movie it just loves a good plot twist so listen to nerd wallet smart money podcast on your favorite podcast app today trust me future you will thank you and said if you need to use a computer or a calculator to make the calculation you shouldn't buy it and i'll give you a hint probably probably the best investor of all times all right you guessed it warren buffett so warren buffett multi-billionaire investor said if you don't if you need to use a calculator or computer to make the calculation you shouldn't buy it. now why is that because a good deal his opinion, and I found it to be the same thing, if you, you should be able to approximately calculate the numbers 
And if it jumps off the paper and it says, wow, this is a good deal, the numbers look really good, then you move forward. If you have to get so precise and calculate it with, to the nth degree, to the you know, third decimal place, you're trying too hard to figure out if it's a good deal. It should, it should look like a good deal with approximate numbers. And that's what I'm gonna share with you today. We're gonna to go over some formulas, and these are good formulas that you can use, but you can be approximately right with the calculations. You don't have to get super fancy with the math. And we're gonna look at a deal from several different, different angles. And as you can remember these and calculate them over time, and you can use whatever scrap of paper you have to do the analysis, you can do this while you're in a car looking at a property. You can do it when you're back at your desk. Wherever you happen to be, this is a tool or a toolbox that you can use to analyze a deal and know if it's a good one or not. Before we jump into the formulas, I wanna take a step back and talk about what the job of these rental properties that you're gonna be analyzing actually is. So the job with a capital J, meaning why in the world are you buying a rental property in the first place? What is it going to accomplish? And I would put forward that for most of us, you know, you're watching my channel, so hopefully. Okay, I wanna stop it right there because he made a really good point. What's your purpose of purchasing the rental property? If you have been on the Let's Study a Book with Phil and Susan on Tuesdays, Mr. Phil and Ms. Susan sounds so weird saying their names without the titles in front of it. If you haven't been on the call with Miss Phil or Mr. Susan on, or Miss Phil or Miss Susan or Mr. Phil on Tuesdays, I'm waking up, y'all. I promise I'm waking up. I just had that coffee yet. Then you know that they, the ebook, the e-myth revisited is talking about business systems. What is your end goal? So what is your end goal for this property? If it's an investment property and you're investing with it, what is the end goal of that money? Are you investing it to replace your income? Are you investing it to retire? Or are you investing in it to later take that money, flip it and put it into something else? Like, what is your end goal? Yes, we know investing means money. But what what is your end goal with the property? Are you going to take that same property, do renovations and flip it in five years? Is this a property that you're going to keep for 10, 10 years plus? Like what, what is your end goal? And when you know your end goal, the numbers make more sense to you too. Because you can do numbers on a property. And if your end goal is only keeping it for five years and then selling, then a certain, certain numbers may work for you. But if this is a property that you're going to keep, then certain numbers may not work for you. So know your purpose for purchasing the property before you purchase it. And that'll let you, that uh, assist you in when I do these numbers, what numbers am I looking for? So let's keep on going and see what else we got going on. Well, you are interested in financial independence. You're interested in maybe building wealth if you're just getting started or trying to grow your wealth. But eventually you're also interested in living off of the income. So you want to use real estate in some form or fashion, these rental properties you're buying, to actually accomplish some of these goals. And so the key question when you're analyzing a deal to keep in mind, the reason I'm taking a step back here, is that if those are your goals, how are you going to accomplish that? How are you going to do it? That's really what analyzing a deal is telling you. And so you want to always keep that in mind, keep that big picture in mind. And at least in my opinion, 
if you boil down analyzing deals and analyzing rental properties, it kind of comes down to two different ways they're basically going to make you money. One of those is a, a rental property can produce income. So you collect rent, you pay your expenses, and what's left over is income to you. So that's number one. And number two is that you can use the rental property to build equity. And if you look at that in another way, it's that you've heard the old expression, buy low, sell high. So essentially you're making money on the price of the property, either by buying it low right now or doing something to the property to make the price go up or just letting the price go up over time. So in all cases, you're either using the income to put in your pocket, to put in your bank account, to pay down a loan, or you're using the equity to build up over time and then eventually sell the property or refinance it. But really these are the engines that are gonna help you accomplish your financial goals. So I just wanna rem remind you that all of the formulas that we're gonna look at here in this video are essentially helping you measure how good a property is at either one of those. And you're gonna to want to set your own goals in both cases for these formulas. And I want you to look at these formulas as, as sort of like if, let's say you were analyzing a property and in, in to see if the property needs repairs and you're gonna fix it up. Well, when you're All right, so do we have any questions so far? Cause he, he pinpointed you're doing this to either get income or you're doing this to pull the equity from the property. So do we have any questions so far? No questions? I do. Go ahead. So equity and in, equity and income is different. Yes, ma'am. Equity, what well, income would be for somewhat like a um, short term into long term, but the equity would be like for long term to pull out in the end, right? Yes, ma'am. What you? I'm so sorry, y'all. I'm so sorry. I just got great news from Antonio. Uh, you know, he, he's been doing some things, helping his mom get get the governmental documents needed to get things done. And I was checking on checking on them, and they got his mom's ID. Oh, okay. I just want, I wanted to share that good news with you guys because <laughs> he's been pouring out to you guys, letting him know what's going on. So the news is, um, Antonio got his mom's ID today. She had been trying for 14 years to get her ID. Benny, I know exactly. I know that feeling. Oh my God. I, I, wanted, I wanted to share that amazing news with you guys. I, um, I, I, I could not, you know, you family, you, you've been there since the first day. <laughs> I could not, not share that good news with you guys. But yes, Miss Sandra, um, the in equity is for you to pull out later because I want to make sure I'm saying this correctly. Because equity, when you like when you first buy a house, you have to go be in it for a few years to build to be able to go back and take the equity out. It's the same with the properties, but that income, that income comes 
<laughs> was was you was was once you signed the document and saying this is mine that income starts coming in but the equity you have to give it some time so it'll build up and then you can pull the equity out and put and put that towards something else so you are you you are right miss sandra about equity yes that that the equity takes a minute but that income comes out instantly and, and sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you can also you can also I don't know. I've got it. I got an echo. <clears throat> Sometimes you can also buy property that has equity in it already and use that equity. So if you purchase it, say the purchasing um, is 60,000, you purchase it for 60,000, but it appraised at 100,000. So you go in with equity, equity already. And you, if you, say it fix it up or whatever it can be worth more and so um the, there's deals out there that come with equity already oh look at that can i throw a shot and make it real simple as best i can this is real go ahead, quick Italian, go ahead. So here it is your equity is the difference of the value of the property and how much you owe on it so as the as the example that was given if the value of the property is 100,000 and you only owe 40,000, $60,000 is your equity. That's the money that you were talking about that you can actually pull out, but it's real simple to simplify it. It's the difference between the value and what you owe. I hope that helped. Okay, I'm getting it. All right. And Grace, yeah, that helped a great deal. Um, I have a question. Go ahead, Miss Susan. With you know, all you hear every day is the high cost of how um, homes and everything have have gone up, skyrocketed, and then eventually, I I would assume that eventually it would come back down to either normal or lower. What? How does all that fit into all of this? Mm. Okay, um, lean in on this. Now, Miss Susan, I'm gonna give my answer. Since we're doing this and we're doing group economics, if you if with everything as high as it is, that's when you you make sure you find a good agent, a good money person find the people who help you, especially if it's like your first time doing this a deal on this level, and they'll help you find the best rates. They'll assist you in finding whatever, because there may be programs that you can sign up for that will help you with that. Um, econ the economy, is it's, it, it goes in... I'm sorry for those of you who are on your phones. I'm doing the 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 heartbeat, the up and down, the up and down. But what I would say, Miss Susan, is always just always make sure the number. This is why you make sure the numbers work because if everything is selling high, and in five years from now everything everything goes down, if you did the numbers right when you when you first purchased then you should be it you should be okay be, but if you didn't do the numbers right you may have gotten into a deal and that's 
that's why you have to know what your end goal is. Because if you don't know what your end goal is, you may do numbers on a deal that does not benefit you in the long run. And that's why location is important. Because if you if you're located in a high area, like Miss Sandra was saying, you know, she found a property. If you have one of those multi-use properties, let me see, how did Miss Miss how did she say it? Mixed use. Miss Janice said, if you have a mixed use property, or if you just have, or if you have a residential property that's in a high traffic area then you know that no matter what, you'll always be able to keep it flowing because with apartment complexes, if you drop below a certain occupancy, you are stuck and you're going to be hurting if you fall below a certain occupancy. So if you do those numbers first, Ms. Susan, make sure it's a good deal for you. Know, know the purpose of this property. And then once you do those numbers and you're like, okay, this is a good deal and you start digging in even more, you find out, okay, so after so many, after so many vacancies, we're going to be hurting or this or that, then you'll know. So if it's, so with the fluctuation of the economy, with everything being so high right now, knowing your numbers and the purpose of the property is important that, and again, that's, that's me. I'm sure Antonio would have a completely different answer. (laughs) but that but that's 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 me because I've been in properties where I've been on different levels of properties and I've been able I've been blessed enough to be able to look at numbers too I've been in the properties that if you're from Houston I've worked on the properties off a homestead or Tid Willen Parker like I've been out there I've 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 worked those properties, but then I've also worked property. I've also worked properties in the Galleria. I've also worked tax credit properties. I've worked senior properties. And there's different things that come along with all of those. But the one thing that stands with every single property is once you get below a certain percentage of occupancy, you start hurting. So if you're purchasing and the numbers are really high. And you're like, man, this is high, but the numbers work. Make sure you're in a high, a high traffic area, like in the middle of a shopping strip, like close to a shopping strip or a school or in the medical center district of whatever the city is, because you know you're always going to have occupancy, especially with the mixed use properties, because and, and mixed use can be careful with the mixed use because just because you have the property, the commercial property to put a business in doesn't mean that business is going to stay there. So when you're looking at properties, if the numbers work, the next thing, my in my opinion, the next thing you want to look at is their occupancy. The numbers may work great, but if they're at 75% occupancy, you want to look another way. Because you're going to be responsible for those other the other twenty five percent, and if once you look at their once you look at the numbers and the occupancy, then you'll know. Okay, well they're at seventy five percent occupancy, but looking at these numbers, if they drop below eighty five, they can't they can't pay bills. So now you're getting a property 
you're purchasing it while the numbers are high. It's in a high traffic area, but it's running at 75% occupancy, which means they're not bringing in any money if 85% is what keeps them afloat. Now, I hope that answered your question, Miss Susan. Again, I know Antonio would have a completely different answer. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a great answer. And I think we all need, no! everyone needed to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm happy I can help. <laughs> Thank you, Luigi. Thank you so much, Luigi. I appreciate it. <laughs> that was so good. Thank you. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm going to show about about a minute more and then but we're gonna we're gonna be doing this this we're gonna be going over this for the rest of the week because well, i really want you guys to get the number so just know that today's wednesday so thursday and friday we'll be doing the micro businesses and going over how to do your numbers because we really want you we really want you to be able to do this with confidence because there's nothing like running numbers on a property in confidence, trust me. And then to go back and, and do the numbers and then go back to your agent and be like, hey, let's do this. And to find out that the numbers actually worked. Like, I don't know about you. That's a big thing for me because I'm, I'm, I don't, it's not that I don't do numbers. I don't have confidence in math. But when I have my confidence in my math, you can best believe I'm like, hey, we only do that property. We leave that property. That's why I have you, Grace. Yes, that's exactly why I have Grace. I've seen Grace snapshots and numbers all day. <laughs> hey, can you do this math for me? <laughs> I don't know this formula. Can you work this for me, Lyle? So if you if you don't have confidence, get you a Grace. Find you a can Grace. I, say, <laughs> Go I ahead. just want to say what I see every time. I, this, this is fact. This is true. With Grace... You know how in those movies back in the day, to the the black and white where they had the accountant that that uh, accompanied the big man, <laughs> the one that crunched all the numbers. If it didn't work, it wasn't working. So, and he had something in his hand. I don't know if it was before the chitlick came out, and he would be shaking his, it's <laughs> taking him in his hand, and they be clicking. Click, 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 and he'll pop one in his mouth. No, nah, them numbers ain't working. Da, 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 da. That's just, <laughs> I see Grace doing that all the regular. It's so crazy. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, get your Grace. Because trust me, it's, it's been a few times. Grace has taught me. I'm I, I'm not going to fabricate, y'all. Grace has taught me. I, I When she was doing... Um, when she was teaching Antonio's boys, I was sitting there in class too. And she'd be teaching. I'm like, oh, oh, <laughs> like, I got excited. I'm like, I know this. I know this. I know this answer. All right. So let's go ahead and pick up. And here we go. When you're going to look at a property, you don't just. Just wanted to start a business. Yes. You need to sell those. And okay. look at the property from the front of the house, do you? You also walk inside the house, you look at the bedroom, you look at the bathrooms, you walk around the back of the house, you crawl into the crawl space or go in the basement. And that's essentially what we're doing here. We're gonna look at each deal from a bunch of different angles. Not, and if you just take one of those by themselves, 
you just use a cap rate or just use a 1% rule or just use buying low and a certain price, you know, that by itself is not enough. So that's what I'm going to try to share with you is my approach, this back of the envelope approach to how do you analyze income and how do you analyze equity. All right, I'm going to start by explaining some approaches to analyzing the income of a rental property. So we're going to go over something called the gross rent multiplier, the cap rate, the net income after financing, and a cash on cash return. Right now, we're going to start with the gross rent multiplier, sometimes called the GRM. If you're brand new to analyzing rental properties, gross doesn't mean disgusting. It means the total rent. So here's how this works. Use this kind of tool to, to roughly look, and this is often used on when you're analyzing a market, not necessarily a specific rental property, but I'll show you how to apply this to a rental property. But you would look at the total price or maybe the average price in a market, and then you would divide that by the total annual rent. So let me give you an example of that. Let's say you found a property that is worth or that has a value of 144000 and then you, you were able to, to look on Zillow or talk to your rental property person, and you were able to figure out that it had a $1,000 per month rent, which on an annual basis, you want to convert that to an annual number, is $12,000. So you just apply this formula. You say 144000 divided by 12,000, and I kept my math really simple on this one, is 12. So you would say that it has a gross rent multiplier of 12. How does that help you? That helps you in comparison to other properties. So let's say you had another property that was worth $300,000, and you were able to analyze that one and figured out that the rent was $1,250 per month. So that means it had a $15,000 annual or yearly rent, and so the gross rent multiplier on that is 20. And so the, the value of this kind of thing is comparing one property to another, or, or, more, or more commonly, one market to another. And so a gross rent, uh, lower gross rent multiplier, so like 12, would be better. So the lower the number, the better. The higher the number, the, the less uh, good this property is or this market is at producing income. And so if you look at a, a you know, market analysis, often if you look at like San Francisco and some of the bigger markets, you might have an, an average gross rent multiplier in the 30s or 40s. Whereas if you look at on the opposite end of the spectrum, some of the highest cash flow markets in the country, like Detroit, for example, might have a gross rent multiplier of eight. And then a lot of the healthier markets, the ones you might want to be in, could be anywhere from 10 to, to 20. And so that, that's kind of the starting point of why you would use a gross rent multiplier, but we're analyzing specific rental properties. And so there's a specific application of this that I want to talk about called the 1% rule, where we take this gross rent multiplier and we, and we apply it to a specific property. And I'll go into that right now. So the 1% rule is basically a rule. All right. All right. So we have our first formula, the gross Oh, goodness, my brain. Hello, y'all. So we have the first one. We have the gross rent multiplier. Now, I'm only asking these questions so I can, so my brain can make sure that I know you guys got it. So when it comes to the gross rent multiplier, do you want to go with the higher number or the lower number? Lower. All right. So the lower number is better for you when it comes to the gross rent multiplier. Now, I actually 
this is good math. This is like quick and easy. This is math I can do because it's letting you know off top. Okay, well, if this is too high, I'm not really, this is not something I want to do. But if it's lower like this and I can do this because the Lord is, it means more income you have coming in. So who has questions or who 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 did this work for? This, you know, this worked for me because I got I like numbers. Um, but I did hear him say when he we was doing the GRM with the total price divided by the total annual rent, he said the lower the number, the better. But then he said something about when what happens when the number is higher. Do, do you remember? Or does anybody remember? Does anyone remember what he said when the number is higher? Well, then let's go and rewind. Oh no, do it again. <laughs> let's go find out. I think I lost. No worries. Let's go find out. Because when y'all are sitting there having lunch, this is going to come in handy when you're looking at that property across the street. At producing income. And so if you look at a, a you know, market analysis, often if you look at like San Francisco and some of the bigger markets, you might have an, an average growth multiplier in the he, 30s or this kind of thing. It's comparing one property to another or, or more or more commonly one market to another. And so a gross rent, a lower gross rent multiplier, so like 12, would be better. So the lower the number, the better. The higher the number, the, the less uh, good this property is or this market is at producing income. And so if you... Ah, that is, thank you, Grace. That is a huge, ah, here we go. huge thank you. So the higher the number, the 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 higher the the higher the possibility that that property is not good at income. So you definitely want that low number. You definitely yeah. want that low number. All right. So tomorrow we are going to pick back up, ladies and gentlemen, and we are going to start with. That's not it. We are going to pick up tomorrow and we are going to start with, I just lost my page. Oh, it's in my face. The 1% the rule. We're going to look at the 1% rule and the cap rate, but I did post the link to this video in the chat and I'll, I'm going to do it again. So that way... If you missed anything or you want to go and, and take your be able to listen and pause and take notes, because I don't know if y'all take notes like I do, but I listen to it and then I have to pause and sometimes I have to rewind like 10 times just to make sure I got it. If that's you, the link is in the chat. And again, the reason why we're doing this is because Antonio wants you guys to understand the steps and the processes that we're doing. You have some... You have some people that are like, just tell me what to do. But then you have some people that are like, hey, I need to understand this step by step. So I have the confidence to, to know that I got this. So there's the link. And before we close out, um, since we're about to close out, I know Grace wanted to um, speak to everyone. So Grace, let me know when you're ready. Uh, she's already maneuvered around. Okay, can you hear me okay? 
Yes, ma'am. We can hear you loud and clear. Okay. Uh, I want to talk to, to my ATS family, uh, give you all a <clears throat> report on grandma. Uh, grandma is back at home, uh, came back home yesterday. Um, but the doctor came by and told my mom that, because um, I had told you all that she has a, a mass in her stomach, pressing on the intestine and everything. Uh, and they told, they said surgery was, you know, the option. Well, my, well, her doctor came in and told mom that surgery is not an option because the mass has attached itself to her intestine and her ovaries. And in order to do that for surgery, they had to take all of those things out. And because of her age and all that kind of stuff, she wouldn't make it. And then they also said that they found out that the mass has leaked and it's kind of spread to her organs. And uh, they said that she, you know, I want to make sure I heard mom right, but she mentioned pancreatic and ovarian cancer. And so the doctor said, you know, because of her age and everything, it's really nothing more that they can really do. And so they mentioned to mom, you know, if she would like hospice to, you know, now grandma is, is in good spirits and everything. And, um, she got up this board and it just, because I know she was telling me, yeah, the doctor said that, you know, can't do surgery because, you know, and, and this, that, and this. And I said, like, yeah, that's what, that's what mom told me. And uh, she got up this morning and going to the bathroom. Ooh, I, I guess it's going to be a while before I get back to myself. It, I, grandma ain't said nothing about, well, you know, it's time for me to, you know, grandma hadn't said that. So, <laughs> so she don't mention it, so I don't either. <laughs> and so, uh, I, I, I wanted to come on and let you all know, you know, because I know y'all always ask and check on grandma. And uh, so I'm just, We wish it's you okay, Grace. We got right you. you. Sending you love, Grace. We are right here with you, Grace. Sending out all the healing powers because we taking it to the great physician. There's a reason why he is called the great physician. All the others come under him. There's no weapon formed against the one who is anointed and called and chosen by him who called us. In Jesus' name, we come before the Father, before the throne, boldly placing her before the great physician who is able to do all things and remove all mountains. Your faith shall not waver just as her faith does not waver. We stand in agreement. We touch in agreement, we stand before the great position, claiming because we know and believe that it is so. In Jesus' name, amongst us all, Amen. we standing right here that the, that the spirit may be stirred up and go forth and show the glory of the almighty that there be none feeble. So why should there be a feeble now? So we call on that power in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. and amen. 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 Thank you so much, Cassandra. Grace, this is Susan. You know, we yes, talked about hospice, and so you're more aware now um, before they even mentioned it. 
the situation with it. Um, you'll know the time. It could be in three days or a week or two weeks, but mm -hmm. it will be necessary um, mm -hmm. for the, everyone involved, including the family, mostly for her, for her comfort, for her ultimate comfort and um, having every tool possible to keep her comfortable at all times and in no pain. Now, I was I was talking to Tempest yesterday and because um, <clears throat> everybody, you know, when they ask her how she's doing, you know, she said, I'm all right. And the first thing, you know, you think to ask, well, are you in any pain? And she'll look square at you and she because she looked at um, a lady from my church who came in to help uh, give her a bath. She looked at it. She said, I don't hurt. I said, wait a minute, girl, but that's a word. Hold on. Don't you do that. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you want to have the things in place before she starts to hurt. Mm -hmm. They can act, they can act pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. You know, the first people will be there in a day. Um, and then it just builds from that. Mm -hmm. um, but you want to have things in place. And it's a comfort to know that that's there when you need it. And you will need it, you know, having her at home. And she mm -hmm. should be at home. She loves home. Yeah. Um, you're right there near her. The family's right there. And having her at home and having them come in to do the scary stuff that, you know, family members shouldn't have to do. You should be able to continue to be family, not, you know, healthcare providers of that serious level. Mm -hmm. Being gone, going through it with my mom, you know, at 95, you know, it wasn't anything she really wanted, but then at some point she knew and um, then they're okay with it. And they give them comfort drugs so that they're, you know, comfortable, but not sedated whatsoever, you know? Yes, ma'am. So, so that, and I'm here, you know I'm here when you need to talk about it. Oh, yes, ma'am. I've been through it several times. Yes, ma'am, I definitely will, definitely will. Uh, uh speak yes i definitely will call you miss susan um thank you everybody we love you grace yes yes we we love you, we love you grace. go ahead and, and and turn your camera off and step away don't don't stop don't stop yeah don't uh don't don't stop crying like don't 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 stop don't hold that e up <laughs> dr sugar says she will bring banana pudding if i tell you no i need y'all to understand something no 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 doctor dr trash it's a reason why she got that doctor in front of her name because her cooking is a blessing and a healing to the soul trust me <laughs> I man, look, her her banana pudding will bring a smile to anybody's face. But don't don't stop crying, Grace. Like let let that out. Don't hold that in. From personal experience, don't don't hold that in. Let that out. My aunt told me years ago. I, my grandmother passed away when I was like thirteen or something. When I was like twenty three. 
my aunt looked at me she said you never you never mourned your grandmother passing she said you never cried I never saw you shed a tear and I looked at her like what you talking about (laughs) don't do that because that stuff stays locked and it just keeps rotating and just bouncing around inside of you so let that out go and have a good cry grace no without a shadow of a doubt you this this is the time to know that you know that you know you you have to you have to be on one accord of knowing that there is greater and no matter what happens he got it he got it you have to call those things that are not as though they are. She is anointed. She is chosen. As I used to be crying, there's a reason why your tears are being caught and kept. There's a reason. There's a reason why every hair on your head is numbered and counted. There is a reason why you grew up the way you grew up under his watchful eye. So as you cry, do it on purpose, with the purpose of healing, with the purpose of touching on the promises of knowing that you need your grandmama here. Ain't nobody got time for that. And we stand in an agreement on that very thing. We love you. And we praying and standing with you and before. I just say amen. Amen. And to to all of you, we thank you. Like y'all have been here through some stuff. (laughs) Y'all have been here through some stuff. So I just want to share with all of you, pay attention to what's going on with the people around you. Because there's a lesson for you in that too. We love you all. Deanna. Yes, ma'am. Also pay attention to how that generation handles things. They're the greatest generation. There'll be a, there's no other generation like them. No other. They went through war and everything else. Things that we baby boomers, Jerome, we, we witnessed and we were blessed to be raised by them, but we will learn from this. All pay attention. Already we've learned, you know, she's strong, accepting, continuing to be at peace all those things and you know they you know they're they're strong in their will and and it will be a beautiful thing just think of this next times that she's going through as the beautiful journey um my mom was fine until the day before and then that morning you know, when things started to happen, you know, I had to rush around and call hospice. I had everything in place. I had all the drugs in the refrigerator for when it was time for them to come. And they were there doing 
you know, doing everything. And she, you know, before they arrived, you know, she's laying there and she couldn't get out of bed at that point. And that was because she's like a little monkey. She's all over the house, you know, running around. So I knew and she knew and I got her all settled and called them. And um, I told Grace to have an oxygen tank at the house, you know, and then I didn't even know how to use it. So I had to call them and they walked me through it, got it on her. She got settled and was breathing great again. And she looked up at me and she said, am I going to go see God now? Mm. And I said, well, he knows the perfect time. And he did. And it was like exactly a week from Wednesday to Wednesday. And because of hospice, it was a beautiful transition um, and a comfort to everyone there. Most importantly, her, but then all the family bidding her farewell until we meet again. So that's, that's the beauty and that's what's so special about that generation. And we can all learn from that and carry that on in our own families. And uh, not to touch you off, this is Aaron. I just wanted to speak to everyone. Um, my wife works in hospice, and I just wanted everyone to know just because you go to hospice doesn't necessarily mean that that's the end. I've seen plenty of people, uh, testimony from my wife who've been on hospice for six months, or three months, five months, and come off of hospice. So just going to hospice doesn't necessarily mean that the end is near or is coming soon. I just wanted to say that. Yes, that's a very good point. And it's available, you know, for all different ages, depending on what the situation is. There's, we have some beautiful systems in place in this country um, if you utilize them. Uh, and, you know, I didn't, you know, just like Grace, didn't I utilize the part of having someone come in to help with bathing and um, just checking on her and a nurse coming once a week just to take vitals the last um, six months um, when, she, when she was not in that situation. It wasn't in any dying situation, just checking vitals and assisting me. Um, instead of dragging her off to the doctor to you know, have blood work or to have her vitals checked, when she could hardly, you know, walk because of her swollen feet, um, it was much easier just to have them come. Her her actual regular doctor came to the house and visit her at our home instead of her having to go in. So hospice is is a convenience for whether you're recovering from some sort of illness or um, injury or you're just older and you just, you know, need that extra help. So it's a, it is a wonderful thing and I'm glad you brought that up. Um, but it's also a beautiful thing for, you know, when you know the end is getting near, they make it beautiful. Um, it's, a, it's like a spiritual church experience, you know. Um, they have a chaplain, we had a chaplain come in our minister came in, the nurses, the final moments, but all the hospice nurses, the chaplain, um, and then our, our own minister, we all 
were gathered around holding hands um, around my mom's bed and we know she could hear us, you know, so you want to, you want to be prepared so you can have um, that beautiful experience. I'm going to jump a better, you know, you feel better. Everyone feels better. Thank you. Thank you. Karen. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Dr. Trask. Good morning. Good morning. You know, being a, a hospice uh, chaplain and having to work with uh, the young lady that I'm a nanny for, her, for her grandfather. The first time hospice was called and they lived in Arkansas. We lived here in Texas City. We drove down there. It took three years. And finally he said, y'all, when I'm ready to go, I'm gonna ask for a cigarette and a glass of whiskey. And we just thought, okay, fine, Bob. And we called the last time that they went down out of the time I didn't go. And he said to his wife, we called a show show. I need that cigarette and I need that glass of whiskey. And that was the time and that was the day. And everybody was around and it was joyful and the laughing and it wasn't a, a down moment at all because we had prepared for three years. <laughs> and so, you know, it is a time of celebration. It's not a time of you know dreary and oh woe is me hospice serves a lot of different areas even grocery store uh grocery shopping bringing food a lot of different things but i had to that negative connotation hospice dead oh my god but then after you know the fourth fifth time of saying we just called hospice you know it, it put a different and that's one of the reasons why i chose to become a, a chaplain uh for hospice but i i gotta run for work but i want to show everybody thank you dolores thank you dolores yes and there is a cover an article uh waiting with your name on it contact Dolores Williams, Divine Connection. Come on now. Ah, divine me. Connection, honey. Divine Connection. Uh, support, support. You know we are family. Yes. Support, support. It's just $12, but uh, support her and what it is that she's doing. Support Prophet Jerry for what he is doing because next month, he's gonna be one of the speakers there. So support Dolores Williams in everything. Take an ad out, put a, uh, Sandra, you did well in this also, honey. And Renee, you did very well. Mark, uh, see Margie, crypto in there. So there's a lot of people, Terrell Goodman, there's a lot of us ATS babies in this family. So let us support each other and let us continue to lift each and every one of us up in prayer. I have a, um, the little girl that I'm a nanny for, Mr. Carnes, um, father-in-law. He's going into nursing home today and I took care of him a couple of days uh, last week, his brother going into nursing home today that's up there in Tomball. So two brothers, both going into facilities because neither of their wives can take care of them in the conditions that they're in. So lift us all up in prayer. 
and continue to pray for one another. As they say in the church, I'll continue to pray for you. Have a blessed day. All right, everyone. We love you all. Thank you, Dr. Trash. Thank you very much. Y'all make sure y'all go buy your copy of Divine Connections, please. Go get it. Ms. Diana, let me say this. Congratulations to Dr. Sugar. I'm grateful for all of the ones that's connected. And I also want to say this. A couple of months ago, my father, they tried to diagnose my father with cancer. My dad had um, two aneurysms years ago and left him in a situation. But now, and then recently, they tried to diagnose him with cancer. Um, they did another appointment, put the dye down to see if it was anywhere else and spread and all that good stuff. But when I got the news, I was like, uh -uh, I don't receive it. I'm not going to put it in my spirit. I'm not going to put it in my mind. I believe God that's me. I believe God for healing and that's it. So when he went back the last time and uh, they did put the dye down, they said he don't have no cancer. I said, amen. That's what I'm talking about. So believe God, trust God. Uh, you know, what's going to happen is what's going to happen, but put your trust in God always. And I'll try to get y'all the link as well. Thank you. Blessings. Love y'all. Love you too. Thank you all so much. We love you. Oh. We will see you tomorrow morning. Go ahead, Grace. Real quick, uh, thank you all. I heard everything you were saying. My aunt had called me. Uh, I was in the office and she called me to come back over because grandma was ready to stand up, but she had been sitting so long, so she needed some help. So that's that's the only reason why I didn't I didn't respond to you all. But thank you all so much. I thank you all for your love and your support. And I, I thank um, Aaron for what he said. Because normally when you hear the word hospice, you, you you think in your brain, it's, you know, it's about to be over. But like I said, grandma hadn't had said, hey, I'm, I'm tired or I'm ready to go. Yeah. So, hey, grandma gonna keep going. So, so am I. So <laughs> we go, we go keep, her, you know, uh, keep her spirits high. And she's been laughing and joking her, uh, over there now. So thank you all again. And, and Grace, just got some cooking in there. That's it. Okay. <laughs> we love you, Grace. <laughs> yes. and grace more. to make you laugh to make you laugh grace she didn't answer the facetime grace that's all that matters okay okay uh-uh <laughs> inside joke y'all <laughs> okay inside joke. hey guys but it makes her laugh every time <laughs> yeah diana one final thing they really don't call it so much hospice care anymore is i can't pronounce it i butcher it it's it's politive P-A-L-L-A-V, something like that, care. And that's for care for, you know, when you just can't do things on your own, you've had surgery, um, your spouse can't help you, all those sort of reasons, that's what they call it. The word hospice is so scary, like everyone says, but it's it's for care when needed, when and when you're over, I believe it's 80, I'm not sure the exact, you get that automatically. Younger people can get that too when they're going through something that they need home care like that. So that's what it that's what it ultimately is, having some a nurse come in, having blood drawn, having all those things done when you, you know, when it's too hard or you can't leave the home to get that care. So that hopefully helps ease the scariness of that word. Oh yes, ma'am, Miss Susan. She already, she already said. Uh, she told mom. She said, "Hey, I have my Medicare card and I have my insurance card. I need you to call somebody and get somebody to come in and, and you know and take care of me." And my mom said, "Well, well mama, you know, we we're here." She said, "No, I mean somebody that's trained." I laughed. When my mom <laughs> See, that's it. So use that word instead of the word hospice. Look it up. It's P A L L. Um, 
Yeah, palliative care. I always butcher it, but that's that's what I always said around my mom too. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. But yeah, I laughed when she said no. I mean somebody that's trained. Yes, ma'am. We, we well, I told it. I told Grace, her girl me will somebody. Her girl me don't she tired of y'all taking her to the ER. She wants somebody that's gonna come in that's unbiased. <laughs> And that's gonna be like, okay, you just got a little gas. It's okay. <laughs> that's what she wants. She don't she she don't want you to be like, oh no, listen, the the Grammy tired. She tired of y'all dragging her. <laughs> like Miss Susan said earlier. She tired of y'all dragging her. <laughs> I try to keep Grace laughing, but Grammy, Grammy is our heart. And we are grateful for her. It's been a many of meals. She has prepared a many of sweet potato pies, a many of pound cakes. Thank you. about that food and law knows about that apple pie. Okay. Monica knows too. I'm just saying. But we love all of you and we are grateful for all of you because you allow us to be human. And we're grateful for you. So we love you all. Thank you all so much. Y'all, please have an amazing day. Please continue to send Grace positive energy. Please continue to continue to send Antonio positive energy. We love you all. Have an amazing day today. Every day is your birthday. You woke up because it's your birthday. So go celebrate your day every day. We love you all. Thank you all so much for joining us. You can plant better you can dominate bye everyone love you love you love you, love you. Love you. Love you. Love you.